Viewer discretion is advised. This is a scientific fact. Intergenerational trauma. Ah, you coconuts. You just came over here to get work. Bro, that's the corridor that your old people had. Grief causes reckless behaviour. So if our brothers and our sisters are grieving out there, they're reckless. They don't say, oh, how was your Christmas? Mm. Don't ask me that dumb shit question. Yeah. They look at me and say, hey, bro, I hope your Christmas was okay for you guys. Mandate. Welcome to Mandate, where we navigate fresh perspectives and nothing is off the table. Tonight's guest is an amazing man who's a comedian, singer, and also has several TV shows. Also an MC extraordinaire, but also the man is a, an avid advocate in terms of parenting. And so, please welcome to or to Mandate, the infamous <laughs> and the man himself. No, my hide my Pio Tere. Like that was like just unbelievable, nearly. Kilda, Kilda, bro, Kilda Koto, and I'm Hikia Koto, and I'm Fano Pacifica. Just awesome to be here, man, and congratulations on on having this vehicle to to talk about stuff that's important. So awesome, good to Kilda, 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 pure, and same thing. Likewise, we were we're real fortunate and real blessed to have you here tonight. But if just a, and also ooh, just to mention, ooh. this is our the very first time in 2023 um, at the table, our first wahine, and so we're going to introduce this lovely lady. Her name is Caroline Wilson. And so, yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah, kia ora. Kia ora. Kia ora. Uh, is she your daughter? Oh no, she's my girlfriend. <laughs> One of the many, one of his many girlfriends. <laughs> you getting me in trouble, please? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, but um, yeah, we'll just get straight into it up here because um, we had obviously before the um, before we had the lights went on and and before the cameras were on, we had some real good corridor in terms of um, mental wellness and mental mental uh, mental well being as well. Yeah. Also, around Fano and all that. Obviously, with all the, uh, the the TV shows and the, the comedy you, you've done. And even um, advocacy is in terms of parenting. Uh, and two things, someone asked two things. Which one out of those two, or which one out of all those things you've, you've um, accomplished have been the most satisfying and why? Oh, man. Let's start with the hard stuff. Um, <laughs> I think quite often what we do, whether we're uh, in television or we're in sport or whatever, that's what we do. But it's who we are is what I celebrate. And who we are is... You know, I'm a Māori dad, I'm a Māori husband, um, I'm very proud of that. Um, I don't believe I'm better than anybody else, but I'm just as good as anybody else who walks this planet, you know. So, um, yeah, what you know, the, the TV stuff is cool and and your personal flavour is, is in that sort of stuff and, and, um, and it's brown and it's to be celebrated, like so many beautiful things that our whanau, uh, our wider whanau, our Māori and Pacific whanau bring to this country. Uh, but for me, the uh, the real riches are, um, are really in relationships and, and, and stuff like that. I know that sounds really clichéd, but, you know, the lights can turn off, but you've you got to keep those relationship lights on, eh, bro? You know, and uh, sometimes that's not easy to do. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Are those just relationships in general or...? Um well, whānau, eh? Building yeah. whānau. But for me, um, whānau is not just about bloodlines. It's about relationships. Mm. Like um, in my whānau, he Māori ahau, but in my whānau there's Samoan, Tongan, 
tongs, man. Every time there's a game on, you can't even talk to them. <laughs> you know, but they're my, they're my whanau. Yeah. Uh, there's my Pākehā whanau, there's my Asian whanau. They normally come around on a Sunday because they mm. can cook. And all sorts of, you know, just the variety of people in our lives is whanau. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, those relationships are strong because they keep you safe. Yeah. And, and you reckon that's um, like for men in general as well? Only because from a female context, you know, whānau definitely important, but I notice as I've gotten older, those female connections are also really important and you oh, kind totally. of lose track of them in your 20s and 30s, but in your 40s and your kids are growing up, I've got a bit of time now, it's like, where are those girls? <laughs> where yeah. are they? I th- um, I, I, I think... I think, to be honest, uh, we are very, very different. Mm. And I'm honoured to be on this podcast where you are the first waiting there here. Mm. But we're very different. So my wife will have a half-hour conversation with a woman she had coffee with yesterday, (laughs) right? I'll have a two-minute conversation (laughs) with a fella I played rugby league with in 1992. (laughs) Okay, so... We yeah. are different. Yeah. Our love languages are different. Mm. Okay, so my wife's love language is words. Mm. Oh, you know, hello, son, you look fantastic today. A lot of men's love language is acts of service. Mm. So we won't say anything, but we'll come and help you paint your fence. Yeah. We'll come and help put a hangi or umu down. Mm. Uh, so there's, and if we don't understand each other's love language, um, how do we connect? What are they? Um, like for people who are listening. Yeah, love language they? is, touch is a big one. You know, for my, my dad um, used to just hug me and he was such a strong man, you know. It, you know, I think he broke a couple of ribs. Uh, <laughs> but but he hugged me because touching was important to him, where some people don't like to be touched, mm. okay. If you're a father of daughters, you make sure that you learn how to hug your daughter and kiss your daughter like a father does. Mm. Because that means that that young lady will know what respectful physical contact looks like Mm. and she doesn't have to go anywhere else to get it. She get it from her dad, which is that respectful touch. Words are important. Um, You know, um, and we were talking about it before, bro. You Mm. know, um, a lot of men aren't talking as much, and we were talking about the fact that, bro, we come from some of the greatest orators in the Mm. world, Mm. you know, Pacific people, eh? Our stories, our navigation, Mm. you know, we didn't send each other email, bro, he caught it all. So they'd stand up and talk. I'm doing a lot of talking, aren't I? No, No, it's good, it's good, it's good, I like it, I like it. Yeah, so um, words are really important. So my wife, luckiest woman in New Zealand, (laughs) but... If she got a birthday card from somebody, I know you're going to laugh, boys, she actually reads the card. Who does that? I just look at the price and go, oh, yeah, whatever. What's the present? <laughs> just give it away a secret. <laughs> but, you know, so words are important to her. Yeah. So yeah. I can build my wife up by saying, you know, um, you're the most awesome woman I know. I really love the way you... Look after my whanau when they turn up in two buses from up north. Uh, Or I can cut her down by saying words that aren't good. Uh, So there's, what have I said, touch. Words of affirmation. Words Words of affirmation, you know it. Uh, Acts of service. service. Uh, Time is a biggie. Mm. And that's a big one that we're time poor, eh? Mm. Like, oh, man, man, he's... And I'll talk about my dad a lot because he's the sort of man that I 
would like to be one day. Um, he was just a good guy, you know, and he was a physically hard man, but never to us, wow. never to us. And I said, Dad, because we, we all came through rugby league and mm. martial arts. I had a black belt and egg foo young. <laughs> and uh, I said, Dad, why didn't you, why did you never hit us? He says, why would I hit you? He said, why would I hit you? Mm. I says, you, you're a gift from the gods, boy. Wow. So a different world, wow. eh? But it was the uh, settlers that came and taught us how to, who, you know, showed us a different way. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. we won't get into that. Yeah. And there's another. La- la- I think my other la- love language is is free food. So free thank- food. <laughs> thanks, thanks for the chips. Sorry, I'm rambling on, but the, oh, that's the, 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 it's a good map, eh? Yeah. Because yeah. I think love language is quite foreign to our people. Yeah. And uh, the more we talk about it, and if we did more workshops around it, man how much more our people will be enriched by this understanding of that we all love different and we all receive love different and yeah and that it just takes a card to yeah um to pamper up our wives <laughs> <laughs> so you don't it, have to how sleep how long it. did it take you to, to figure that out oh man it was probably my eighth year into marriage until someone showed us what the love languages wow. were and yeah yeah uh, but i think yeah. there's probably a form if you look back in traditional pacifica life mm. so if it's acts of service yeah. it was there mm. you yeah, can't survive yeah. in the village without helping so one true. another right yeah. if it's quality time Mm. Man, when they when you, your people, our people, mm. sat on the mat, that was quality mm. time. Yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, so all those love languages we're were still. possibly always a part yeah. of who we are as mm. Pacific peoples, but um, they they become diluted eh, mm. in a modern world. Do, do you think you have different love languages for different relationships, like different people? I think that uh, the, the template covers everybody. Okay. So no. yeah, so it could be, eh? Yeah, yeah. Like personality yeah. type yeah. and things yeah. like that, eh? Yeah. My what's yeah. my love language? Um words and acts mm. of service. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So I'll talk about helping you. Bro, I'll be there, I'll be there. I think we're related, bro. Bro, can you give me a hand, can I give you a hand? Between Saturday, Saturday, yeah, nah. So what would be your love language? I think... Touch. Oh, sorry. I know you would not I think words, I think words of affirmation would be mine. Yeah, yeah I agree. And, um, mm. yeah, extra service, I think. Hey. What's Caroline's? <laughs> I think, um, extra service. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. You know, just I've Cleaning. I just met you a few. Well, well I met you today. Yeah. But you know, you're you're a person who's been motivated by something that's happened in your life, mm. and you're acting as to provide a service for for people who mm. can benefit from it, yeah. which I think is awesome. And yeah. that's our way. Yeah. Yeah. It's not them and us. It's us, cuz. Yeah, I totally yeah. agree. Because what do you think, I'm here? Because we uh, obviously we talked on earlier about talking and having the corridor and our ancestors back in the days they were orators they would, they would talk yeah and freedom of speech and they would just freely be able to speak but nowadays in terms of our men and even some of our, our women what, what do you think is some of the dilemma that some of us as to why we don't speak or why we can't express ourselves and all this stuff in terms of mental wellness and anxiety depression 
what do you think that's that's kind of really I made things like kind of grow and just it's out there so much i think one of the things um when you compare tra- to traditional times we were in were in in environments where it was comfortable to talk and your your uh, opinion mattered now that's not guaranteed to a lot of people today should i say this here Mm. Will I make a fool of myself? There's all these pressures. Plus, I hated this... um, Oh, that's a strong word. Anyway, I'll say it again. I hated (laughs) this uh, kaupapa of um, this Kiwi macho attitude. Uh, Mate, mate, have another teaspoon of cement and harden up. Don't you tell me to do that. Mm. Mm. You know, I've got a lot of my cousins who belong to clubs, Mm. like the mob, Mm. the Black Power. Hard men, and they would do things differently. Mm. A lot of those guys who are in their 60s and 70s now, you know, they'd rather be... um, So with my sons, three beautiful sons, um, I never told them to harden up. I says, always be strong. Be strong in your mana, be strong in who you are, uh, look after our name, um, and be strong, you know, like... Mm. It's powerful. Yeah, and it is. And, you know, because I love rugby, I love rugby league, I love boxing, I love netball. <laughs> and I just look at these athletes and I go, you guys aren't out of control hard. You guys are just beautiful, strong, disciplined um, people who are really good at what you do, man. Mm. That's cool. And a lot of our whānau, Ainga, mm. sit in those chairs. Yeah. They sit at the table. You know, uh, imagine an all-black team without, you know, Samoans, Tongans, Fijians and Maori. Imagine. Yeah. Imagine. Yeah. You can't have just two in a team. (laughs) But, you know, so, yeah, I don't know if that's answered your question, but um, I think think that whole thing about being hard is really overrated. Um, I think about being strong. And the other thing is, bro, like, if you've got sons or daughters and you want them to have a warrior spirit... Uh, have you got guys got sons? Mm. Okay, because yeah. this is the, you know even though yeah. you're here. Yes. Okay, you got sons. Okay, what's wrong with your son being a warrior of poetry, or a warrior of education, or a warrior mm. of the cello, where he mm. gets to sit in a symphony orchestra with all these spunky chicks around him <laughs> playing his cello cuts? <laughs> you know, so we can. We can take that warrior fakaro and mentality mm. and put it in warrior of church, mm. you know, warrior of, or a warrior or a UFC star, whatever. I don't care, but don't just leave it there in the power of the fist or the right arm, eh? Mm. That that's not that that's not my gig. Yeah. So, it's powerful. It's, right. powerful, it is. it's a fakaro, isn't yeah. it? It's a spirit. Yeah, be a warrior of yeah. all things. Yeah, that's okay. cool. Yeah, be for a lot of our audience. Um, they would know you as the entertainer. Um, we've seen you a lot, and especially after Bully T. James, yep. and there was there was you on our screens. And yeah, you brought a lot, lot of laughter, and you were in that um, space for a long time. And um, some of our audience will be buzzing up to yep. know that you're on the show. But then, on your later part, years, what are you doing now? Like, there's this new work that you're doing. It's it's funny that you should bring. Maori comedy up. Mm. If there was a fan club for Billy T, I would be the chairman. <laughs> I love that guy. But there's also a price you pay 
for doing the Maori jokes. Yeah. Okay. Because what happens, you end up being a dancing monkey oh. for Pākehā. Okay, so what you do is you sell your culture. <laughs> Where did I get my bag? I pinched it. So you've got all these people who don't know us or have who have listened to the media and go, oh, well, they're all thieves anyway. So what you do is you are pushing Māori stereotypes because wow. you've got to remember that a Pacifica relationship with Middle New Zealand is different to a Māori relationship with Mi yeah. Middle New Zealand because they still think that we're sucking the gravy train because of the treaty, mm. okay? Don't have that with, with Pacific people, mm. okay? You say Pacific, you think, oh, Michael Jones, you know, Tuigamala, all mm. those beautiful men. Mm. I think they're Māori anyway, <laughs> but, but we'll claim them anyway. But so I walked a very, very fine line in between being entertaining mm. and not selling my soul wow. Wow. to make the masses laugh. Mm. And now who's doing that comedy? Nobody. Yeah. So it's an interesting kaupapa. Mm. So do we still laugh? Of course. But there's in-house humour. Okay. Yeah. I've only just met you guys, right? Mm. We're connected through whakapapa. Yeah. Through the Pacific. Yeah. Okay. We can say things to each other, and we've only met each other for half an hour, that I wouldn't broadcast. And they're not rude or anything, mm. but we just know, bro, because yeah. it's in-house, mm. okay? But once you take your in-house humour, out-house, that corridor is landing on ears that don't know what we know. Mm. Yeah. Okay? So it's a really, really tricky environment. So... I stayed away from the, and people would say, oh, you weren't as funny as Billy. And I says, no, I was. I just wasn't as popular. Mm. And they don't worry me because mm. it don't worry me. So being Māori, you know, I, I remember, because a lot of my friends are Pākehā, you see, and they go, bro, why don't you get a bit more like Billy? And I says, you know what I should do? I should take, take the piss, right? I'll take the piss out of the all-black jersey, right? My rule goes quiet, you see. He says, you can't do that, bro. The all-black jersey's sacred. And I said, what? And my Māoriness isn't. Mm. Oh, wow. See how it lands, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I says, don't take the piss out of me. Yeah. And that all-black jersey, I love that all-black jersey, but it was invented by a pom who didn't know how to play soccer, picked up the ball, took off, and you fellas adopted it. <laughs> and I love the game. Mm. And the game's good for our people. Mm. But... Don't tell me, you know, that I should sacrifice my taha Samoa, my taha Nui, my taha Indian. You know, a lot of our Indian brothers and sisters, they've been on the back of jokes, all, you know, those curry muncher jokes and yeah, yeah. the dot in the middle of your head. You touch my head, watch out. And I'm old. <laughs> mm. But you know what I mean? Sorry, yeah. I get passionate about this yeah. stuff. Because it's good. Because it's, good. it's about our, yeah. our identity oh, and we, we should never sell out. But we should all, all also know our, our identity because mm. that's where our, our turbo strength is, eh? Yeah. 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 How, how did you do up here? How did you, like, obviously with Billy T, big fan of Billy T. Me too. Okay, but how did you know, like, ah, oh, no, I just, there's a fine line, I just can't cross that. This is my, my people. Well, Billy wasn't brought up by Māori. Wow. He was adopted by Pākehā. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. And all the stuff that he learned with Pākehā jokes translated into Māori. There's no new jokes, bro. 
You know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. My mother had uh, my mother. We 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 loved our mother. We had to put her on a pedestal. Well, we had to keep away from our, our father. She had thirteen kids. Well, that's a that's an English joke from Wales. Mm, yeah. Mm. And so, but that's the beauty of Maori and Pacifica. We can grab stuff. I I still love Billy, mm. and I think he was good for this nation. But he wasn't always good for Maori because mm. because. It affects our brand, mm. right? Yeah. So you can be called a Māori or you can be called a Hori. Mm. You can be called a Samoan or you can be called a coconut. Yeah. yeah. Okay? Yeah. yeah. So stuff who broadcast the Herald and stuff have just put out an apology of 40 years of racist portrayal of Māori people, okay? So that means wow. if, if Māori were Coca-Cola mm. or Samoan, let's talk about mm. you, bro. If Samoan was Coca-Cola and your brand was getting abused and mistreated every day, mm. those solicitors at Coca-Cola said, whoa, 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 you can't do that. But we just had to take it. Yeah. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's interesting, it's just, eh, bro? Yeah. So, um, so I love diversity. I'm in the people business. I'm mm. curious about people who are not like me. Mm. Okay. Because that's when you become a life learner. Mm. So if you're a Māori man or a Samoan man and you have the gift of curiosity, you're going to be a life learner. Mm. Yeah. And our people were. Mm. Yeah. And when I say our people, I'm talking, we're all children yeah, of the yeah, Pacific. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 for sure. Hey, Aotearoa wasn't discovered by a Māori. Discovered by a Pacific Islander. Yeah. Mm. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. I should get that T-shirt, eh? Curious and explorers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, just like it's <laughs> yeah. And then I'll go up north and ah, take that off. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, um, I think those things for me have helped me through some really tough mental battles. Yeah. Uh, knowing who I am yeah. and celebrating who I am, not with arrogance, with humility. Because mm. to me, that's a real man. Yeah, yeah. Don't go beating your chest, bro, because somebody's going to beat it harder. Mm. You know. Um, but um, I think my taha Māori and my love for this country and for the people in it has given me strength to to go through some pretty tough times. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty tough. And still going through it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And it is, uh, just hearing you, because I know you're very passionate about diversity and also about the different cultures, um, also your, your, your Māori culture. Um, because it wasn't always was it always the case in, in the beginning, um, Pierre, for you that your identity as, as a Maori yeah. was it just something like you just kind of well, like I was brought up by old people, eh? Oh. I was in the first real class, go to the Westies at Rutherford High School. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Rutherford. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Go to the Westies. That's us. <laughs> um, we had a fellow called Dennis Williams, and he. When I was in the third form, I think he'd just left school and he captained the Kiwis. And you know that Sean Johnson fella, who's an amazing talent? This fella, Dennis Williams, would run rings around him. Samoan Parker, bro. He went to the local boxing club and knocked out the, you know, just this basic talent, eh? And knocked out the Auckland champ. You know, one of our greatest. So they are our heroes. But anyway, uh, we were in the first Te Reo Māori class in 1975 when the reo was being dug up again, not dug up, um, revived, oh, right. mm. and there were five in our class. My cousin, who was a tuala, 
Oh, yeah, Tuala. Uh, yeah, Tuala married uh, into our Maori clan, uh, a Maori wakine who made a lot of money out of making ten pin bowling things, alleys. Uh, a Parker fella, skinny Parker fella, beautiful guy who'd bring asparagus rolls for lunch, which was pathetic. <laughs> I'd bring half a pig's head. <laughs> Me and this Maori girl. And I saw this Maori girl. I'm 65 now, bro. And I wow. saw this Maori girl in the uh, Koru Club. And she goes, Pure today, you haven't done bad, have you? And I says, No, nah, I've done all right. <laughs> I says, You haven't done bad either. She goes, I've done all right. She's the Governor General. Oh, wow. my gosh. Wow. wow. Cool. From humble beginnings. Mm. So good. Yeah, Cindy Kittle. Wow. Oh. What's my point? I have no idea. <laughs> Culture. Culture. Identity. And yeah. surrounding yourself with people that can inspire you and give you strength. You know, people are a bit like elevators. Mm. You jump in the elevator, it's either going to go up or go down. Mm. So, you know, it's really important that our kids learn to get in the elevator that's going up. Mm. And if their mates have gone down, get them to get in with you. Yeah. You don't just wave and say, you're on your way, cousin. Yeah. No, no, encourage them to go up as well. So the, the people that we hang with as men, as everybody, are really important to have that support, eh? Yeah. But we've got to talk to each other. That's cool. Spot on, man. Well, before I go back to your time as, you know, being on TV, um, what's your new line of work like? Um, I, I'm still making television for Māori mm. television. I've just come back from Hawaii Oh. I'm wow. so flash. Oh, sorry, sorry oh. about it. Sorry yeah. about it. Be humble, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Waikiki last weekend. Uh, Is that where you were? Uh, looking at uh, at palm trees, and uh, um, so a lot of this, the the games changed. You see, bro, um, and bro is sorry, <laughs> and and now people are interested in indigenous stuff. Yeah. So Alfano in Hawaii. Who hungi, by the way? Mm. They hungi, bro. Rarotonga hungi. Wow. You know, they call it pa ihu. Pa is to mm. touch and ihu is your nose. Mm. And as you can tell, I've got quite a serious one here. <laughs> but they're looking at indigenous tourism because they've they've been smashed by America. Mm. Okay, and we got to do it like this and you got to do it like this and there's surfboards and bikinis everywhere. But they're realising that their point of difference is their Hawaiian-ness. Mm. And they're the ones who are qualified to tell their stories mm. and all the rest of it. So there's a lot of television like that. I'm also doing a show called Fano Fenwa, which is looking at people who have had enough of the big city and they've gone back and building on land. Oh, wow. And so that show helps them navigate through the legalities of land. But a lot of my work is corporate hosting because a lot of corporates in this country want a Māori flavour mm. to the hosting because... They're starting to stand in that space or lean into that yeah. space, you know. So I've got um, I've got a gig coming up in Waitangi where I'm talking to all these CEOs, some of them anti-Maori. Mate, done all that Maori language on TV and, you know, and I just laugh and say, bro, it is difficult to learn two languages. You do have to have an IQ. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't like it, eh? <laughs> you know, one of my best friends is the mad butcher and he says, mate, mate, I rang that Mayana Jackson Sheila up, uh, you know, and, and, and she, she did the answer phone thing and it was all in bloody Maori. And I didn't know what she was saying. And I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. 
What do you think she was saying? Yeah. When you ring somebody and they leave a message, do you think they're talking about how to make fried bread or palasami? <laughs> they're saying, leave a message. So for the bro, who's, a, who's done so much for a brown yeah. world, he's still got that seed of white privilege mm. and yeah. superiority. Yeah. And, um, and that doesn't bode well for a proper relationship, eh? Mm. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm really busy, man, and I'm doing so podcasts really? with probably some of the most talented people in New Zealand. <laughs> right here, right now. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> she promised crayfish. <laughs> I said it in Samoan, you interpreted that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so so busy and um and our parenting stuff yeah. and I reckon it's it's yeah. I reckon we need our waka is not quite on course. Okay. And the our waka of men, we got the power, but we're in choppy seas and we just gotta pull the nose around a little bit. And the answers to navigate that are, are old answers and old wow. behaviour. Mm. Like shut up and listen. You know, here's a man talking too much, but, you know, I get paid by the word, eh, bro? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, um, um, it's it's really important that we um, retain a lot of those skills of our old people to navigate these modern times. The fashions change, bro, but the rules don't. Mm. Respect. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But what's the common theme, Pierre, in terms of parenting? I know you've done the efficacy, but what's the common theme you kind of notice of our, of our, our men and our fathers, or the, or the younger fathers? Communication. Mm. The lack of the ability to communicate is a biggie, bro. Yeah. Is a biggie. Uh, and there's all sorts of reasons why that's evolved. Mm. Work, dad spending less time with their kids because, well, okay, I'll spend more time with my kids. Peel, you come and pay my mortgage. And it's just that whole machine that can suck us up. Yeah. Um, you know, I was um, I was involved with Tefano Awai Pareira doing vaccines, and I was in Manurewa. And I looked at our whānau there in Manurewa, and I saw a house, and there was about 10 cars outside of it. Mm. And I thought, that's right. You need 10 people to pay the rent. Mm. So that means if uh, Sefu comes home, from rugby practice and got COVID, guess who else is going to get it? The whole house. Mm. You know, so those sorts of social things um, impact on how we are and how we think. Are you guys familiar with whare tapawha? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, that's an ancient whakaro yeah. that's really valuable for all of us, eh? So good. Yeah, yeah. and I think men have to find, because I don't care, I don't care whether you, you know, I'd like you to like me, mm. but if I leave here and you go, he's a bit of a plonker, no wonder he's from West Auckland, <laughs> but I don't care, mm. I'm, I'm here to to uh, share whakaro, yeah. as we mm. do of Pacific peoples, so if somebody can pick up a little jewel, yep. you know, koahua pai te haere, which means their journey is a little bit better, right? Yeah. Eh? So, yeah. that's mean. Yeah, but communication's a biggie. We got a phone, right? Charity. My father said to me, Boy, and we're waiting for a call. Well, nobody knew we had a phone. <laughs> Sat there for ages. <laughs> and uh, he says, When you pick the phone up, you say, Kilda, pure here. How can I help you? I says, Dad, I'm not going to say that. He says, Yes, you are. I says, Why? He says, Because you're the receptionist for our whanau. Now, you listen to that old Māori fella. Yeah. 
And then he compared it to the karanga on the marae. When you get called into a marae, mm. that's the first impression. Hey, yeah. so I've got nieces who have got law degrees coming out their ears. I ring them out, hi. <laughs> and I just hang up. I ring back because I haven't got a proper job. I've got time. <laughs> Pick the phone. Hi. Wow. Don't grunt to me on hey. the phone. That's the mana of your whanau. Yeah. And people think I'm a little old-fashioned, which oh, I am. That's good. But if your child picks up the phone and says, Talofa, how can I help? Yeah, who's, oh, g'day, auntie, how are you? And engage at that level because that's the culture of your house. Bro, she's already up here, eh? Mm. Up here in the whanau. So giving our kids, switching their switches on so that becomes a part of our home culture mm. is a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Is a good thing, but as parents, we got to know where the switches are and how to switch them on. Mm. Mm. Mm, that's, that's cool, man. Jeez. I'm gonna change my voice message now. <laughs> change <laughs> the way you. I'm gonna say it. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I rang you before, mate. I was the guy who hung up. <laughs> <laughs> but that's you can't just you know when you look at it, open, you just can't walk in and go eh. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you because you're, you're, you're in somebody else's funny. Now, they may be old things, but those things are transferable to the boardroom of Fonterra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's those things that we should give our kids. And you know what that does? It gives them a place, it gives them a space, and it gives them self-esteem. Mm. So when the dark times come, that's their muscle. No, mm. dad's there, mum's there. You know, they love me. I belong to the who Fatissi money we were talking about, Mum, mate, Alvin. I belong to that whanau. They love me, and I can do this. That's awesome. But lonely if you can't say those things. Yeah. Mm. Wow. What are some other? You know, um, we call it old fashioned, but what are some values um, that are missing today? That other than communication, respect. Yeah, I mean, there's just those basic ones. And we, Māori or Pacific people, don't have a monopoly on those things. These are human traits mm. that guide us. See, what happened with when we came to Auckland from, we all went to church, right? Mm. We had to go to Māori church participation has dropped off hugely because we're, we're and we, we, didn't, we went to church to worship, but we also went to church to see people who were like us. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Sound familiar? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, the Parenting Place is a Christian-based organisation um, and I just love the values of those things. Grace, eh? Uh, I love competition, but, uh, but all those things. I don't know. I think, you know, how are we going to have better communication when all, all our kids do is talk to their phone? Mm. You know, so how do we, you know, we got some big challenges, bro. Yeah. And as dads and mums, yeah. it's, this is normally a male forum, mm. sis, but, but we've got a big job to, you don't take your phone off your kid and go get off the phone. You actually have to come up with something else that's better than the phone for them to go to. Mm. Say, bro, put that down for a while. I'm going to show you how the master of the three-pointer basketball shot mm -hmm. is done by this Māori fella here, bro. Mm -hmm. 
You know, I could have been NBA, mate. <laughs> so you've got to develop some talent. And you go, no, nah, Dad, I'll just, no, 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 you've got to see this, bro. It's just, uh, hold my phone, Michael Jordan's calling. <laughs> you know, so you've got to have some imagination uh, to turn our kids on, eh? But don't just take the phone. Mm. Why would you take the phone and leave a, a vacuum? Yeah. Find something else that's mm. interactive and positive. You know, so all those sorts of things are, I think, helpful to battle the beast that's in front of us, eh? That's awesome. That's the uh, three-past eight to Suva. <laughs> Just flying over there. Bula, bula. Bula, bula. But, I, but um, you know, mental health. Um, six years ago, I lost my 17-year-old son to cancer. Um... I stood at the black door. I stood at the black door because I didn't have anywhere to go. If I had that hard and up attitude, I would have fallen, bro. And then I met this Māori fella who spent 20 years, he's a, a minister, who spent 20 years working with the notorious chapter of the Mangromal in prison. And I was having a coffee in one of those marae cups that you can actually see through the cup, but it's not glass. They're really good. You can throw them in a wall. They won't break. I've tried it. <laughs> and I had coffee in there, and I was at the angry stage of my grief. Mm. This is a minister of the church, and I want to use words to him like whakatane or whakarewarewa without the last bit, you know. Mm. But I respect who he is. Mm. And he said, oh, you're like, and my coffee was black. He says, you're like that coffee, eh, Pure? God. What, Brazilian? No. <laughs> you're dark. Mm. And he just picked up the cup, went over to the sink, turned the tap on, and he just put the cup there and the water kept going in until what happens? Mm. It goes clear. Yeah. Wow. And he says, you have to surround yourself with intelligent aroha. Wow. How's that for wisdom? And that's what I did to get me out of the trauma of losing my son. It's the worst thing. And other people out there, people who are listening, they've had this. They've had this grief. My middle son couldn't handle it. So he started to play up. And he's quite a physical lad. He's a gentle lad, but he's a physical lad. And somebody cut him off at the gym and gave him the finger. Mm. Well, you don't do that stuff mm. to a Maori boy from West Auckland because he drives a Mazda too. You know those little Mazdas? Mm -hmm. So when he gets out of it, it's like a jack-in-the-box. He's six foot four. Oh, I wonder who the father is. No, 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 I'm the father. <laughs> so he kicked the window in and grabbed this guy by the throat and then he backed off, right? The guy pressed charges, my son went to court, took his girlfriend, and um, mm -hmm. and he had to do, you know, a bit of uh, community stuff. And then I was talking to one of my mates, one of my bestie Pākehā Wahine mates, and I told her the story and she says, Pure, don't forget, and you've got to hear this one, cousies, grief causes reckless behaviour. Mm. Yeah, I've been reckless. I've been drinking a bit, not now, but when, when we lost Tana, um, too many bottles of wine, mm. telling people to piss off, angry, and I'm sitting in red brain. Yeah. Mm. And red brain, your, your cognitive, 
cognitive thinking is that of a 10 to a 12 year old. So, and then I thought if grief causes reckless behavior, what if there's a whole race of people grieving because of the uh, trauma handed down by colonization? Yeah. Mm. You know, is that the face of us as men? that we've been battered and it's been handed. Yeah. This is a scientific fact, mm. intergenerational trauma. Ah, you coconuts, you just came over here to get work. Mm. Bro, that's the corridor mm. that your old people had. Yeah. Mm. And even my, 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 my Samoan whanau, they were told, stay away from Māori, they're mongrels, mm. you know? So all those sorts of things were governed to us by a third party that didn't know us. Hey, hey, so grief causes reckless behaviour. So if our brothers and our sisters are grieving out there, they're reckless. Mm. Yeah. You know, so so recognising and owning different stages of behaviour and grief are really important because we can get out of it, but it just won't go away. Yeah, yeah. You have yeah. to be active, hey, bro? And that's what I was. I was, I surrounded myself with the right people. And a lot of my mates are Christian. And I've had huge debates <laughs> about... God, about mm-hmm. the fact that my son's 17, yeah. all those mm-hmm. sorts of things. But you know what, bro? They're good debates. They're mm. respectful debates and they're intelligent debates. Mm. You know, so I'm very lucky to have those people around me or else I wouldn't be here. Wow. So if you're talking about mental health, I was right at the door. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's powerful. Yeah. That is, that is. Yeah. There's a lot of wisdom there, Pew. Yeah, it's because I'm old. Just stop going on with my gold card. <laughs> stop going on, on about my... See, you're meant to say, Pew, you look so well for 65. Wisdom for a young no, man. You're no, wisdom for bro, a young it's man. too late. The damage is done. <laughs> but you, you, if, if, you, if, if we're in grief mode, the mm. toughest thing is to navigate out of it. But if we're not going to find some skills or talk or listen to people... It ain't a good outcome, eh? Yeah. Well, our people, our Pacific people, navigated to here from the Pacific to come to a better place and a solution. So in mental health, we have to navigate to go to a better place and a solution. I just made that up. I'm amazing. We're <laughs> <laughs> <Well>, self-promotion. <laughs> but it's a big cope up, eh, our mental health. Massive one. It's a massive one. And so when you talk about intelligent aroha, I think that's such a yeah. profound it's profound advice from a minister. Yeah. Hey, Padre. Yeah. Um, to give someone who's in that space. But what is that? For someone who's listening and might be in that space right now, I mean, we've just come through floods, we've just yeah. come through cyclones. And um, you know, your story is significant. Yeah. Because you talk about that red brain. Yeah. And then it's about you know, for people who've made, have been, and I've seen posts of people who've been distraught, you know, have lost things, yeah. sitting in grief. Um, and as we know, some people have lost their own whanau to, um, yes. to what's just happened recently. Yes, yes, with the floods and with everything. The floods. So, like, what is intelligent aroha for someone who's in that red brain space right now? Like, how do they navigate it's it so just, that they buffer that reckless behavior? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's uh, intelligent and emp- empathy. Yeah. So if you're a Māori fella and you've got, and I need to be really careful here because I know my grief, but grief is different. Mm. Mm. So for me to talk about our whānau down there who are struggling, 
shoveling crap out of their houses, yeah. uh, uh, we need to be very careful because we're not mm. in those shoes, or in this case, in those gumboots. Yeah. But if you're Māori and you're going to go to that marae, you're going to get the empathy and the aroha that's going to help you through it. Yeah. You know, um, with my young fella, with Taina, he organised Christmas. The tree would go up at the 1st of December. He'd do the uh, invitation list. Wow. He'd scratch people off if they didn't bring the right food. One of his aunties was meant to bring raw fish and she bought a punnet of raw fish. She ain't coming back next year. I said, fair enough, son, make a stand. Okay, so um, Christmas time, um, we just haven't had a Christmas anymore. Yeah. Okay. So when I go to the parenting place and I go to work, they don't say, oh, how was your Christmas? Mm. Don't ask me that dumb shit question. Yeah. They look at me and say, hey, bro, I hope your Christmas was okay for you guys. Yeah. That's intelligent aroha. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Hey. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We don't celebrate birthdays. We're starting to come right. Mm. Because the depth of your grief is governed by the height of your love, eh? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And the height for the love for my children and my father is very high. Yeah. So I'm going to go down. Yeah. Rock bottom. So these people would uh, go, um, oh, it's, um, you know, Tana's birthday, you know, and uh, they know because they've made it, they've made a mark on the records. Mm. It's Pearl's birthday, it's Debbie's birthday, it's Tana's birthday, all the boys' birthday. And my CEO, who's a mate of mine, I'll just wait for this plane to go past. Mind you, it is good to see that tourism is back. Um, Hawaii through one. Not the day before my son's birthday, a week before, and he says, mm. oh, next week, bro, if you want to take that day off, don't worry about coming in. Cool. That's intelligent, yeah. aloha. Yeah. And I'll always come in because I don't want to miss out, you know, and they're good people. But the aloha was he knew. Yeah. The mamai, eh? Yeah. Mm. And that's how we have to behave mm. as real men, in my opinion, to everybody else, yeah. is to have that um, that caring. See, when Māori went to war, because we're a bit like the Scottish, we, we like to, we're clans people, so we like to fight each other, right? Um, and I always quote that famous Māori rugby player, Michael Jones. Uh, c- stop it. <laughs> Cousin to Stacey Jones. No, <laughs> But no relation to Shane Jones. <laughs> so you meet Michael Jones, right? Okay, okay. He's uh, apparently someone. But um, but he's a Westie. His mother was beautiful, actually. I remember yeah. that woman. Stunning woman. Anyway. Kia ora, bro. I'll see him. You know, Sir Michael, eh? Oh, kia ora, Pierre. How's the hell? Yeah, everything? You okay, bro? And he's just like this gentle wimp. The way he talks, eh? even though he blocks out the sun. <laughs> but when he crosses the line on the rugby field, he turns on the warrior button, uh-huh. right? Oh. And becomes the warrior. And I've had, um, I had a conversation with a guy called Nick Farr-Jones, who's one of Australia's yeah. greatest, rug- rugby, yeah, greatest rugby players. He says, when Michael James first came on the scene, I came around the side of the scrum and he says, all I saw was this huge brown wall and I was stunned for 15 minutes while I was still playing. That was Michael Jones. My point is, as Māori and as men, we do need to be warriors, but at home, we don't. 
even our old people 500 years ago, um, when or not 500, 200 years ago when the settlers came here, the British were quite disgusted in the way Māori men behaved because they'd carry the babies and they'd play with the kids and there was no violence there at all. Until we had to go to war, we crossed the line. What I'm saying is... In male society today, the line has been fudged. Mm. Don't cross the line, Cass. You know? And if you're going to go to the office or go and drive your truck or go to whatever, then you be a warrior in that space. Mm. But when we come home, we can leave that stuff over there, eh? Mm. But we still have to be firm, you know? Did that make sense? Oh, man, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because all my whānau are warriors, but they're warriors of many different things, eh? yeah. Yeah, I really like that um, the term um, intelligent aroha and the way you've explained explained it. But you know, if there's intelligent aroha, there must be dumb aroha. Yeah. People, <laughs> yeah. people mean well, yeah. but um, and it's not to be ignored because you got to think where's that not so intelligent aroha coming from? It still comes from aroha. Mm. Oh, you'll be right, bro. Tell me I'll be all right. You don't know. You're not standing in these shoes. No, you'll come right, bro. Yeah. You know, you'll move yeah, on. Yeah, don't tell true. me to move on because I'm still in angry mode. I'm still mm. in red brain. Mm. So even though they're showing their aroha for you, do you know what aroha means? The actual translation? Mm. Aro is to pursue and ha is the breath of life. Mm. It doesn't mean... Love. Mm. It means pursuing aroha. the, it's bigger than just life. Yeah. So, Aroha to us in this forum here is actually to. <laughs> Someone else going to Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, somebody else going to Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hang loose, hang yeah, loose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hello. Yeah. Um, so, our Aroha as men maybe should be pursuing the breath of life, and the breath of life is. Sort of being good, eh? Being cheeky. I encourage my kids to be cheeky at the dinner table. <laughs> because if your kids are cheeky, that means they've got a good brain. But they know where the res- disrespect line is mm. and they can't cross the line. Mm. So all those things are, are really important. Um, I love the way you put that, uh, dumb aroha. <laughs> uh, it's still aroha, bro. Yeah. But if you're just continu- continually surrounded by that sort of aroha, mm-hmm it's going to um, hinder your progress yeah, yeah. to get mm. better, eh? And it keeps feeding so that reckless behaviour if you're in that grief mode, eh? Yeah. Yeah. I had a mate of mine, Fijian fella. Um, when we lost my boy, he came to the funeral, came up north, and he came back and he says, bro, I'm the guy. I says, what do you mean you're the guy? He says, I'm the guy you can swear at. I'm the guy you can wow. punch. I'm the guy you can yell at, spit at. I'm always here for you, brother. Whew. I'm crying now. Mm. That's Aroha, bro. Mm. Because he knows yeah. I've got a journey and if I need somewhere to that's a man. Yeah. To me, eh? Yeah. That's a man. Yeah. Yeah. That's powerful. Man. That is, it kind of reminds you of the, um, the kind of you lay down your life. For someone in the Bible, that verse, uh, but you just just hearing your your story and, and the journey thus far of where you come from in terms of um, Tana, yeah, man, that's it is powerful. It's powerful, um, Bill. Yeah, because we talked about early on, men don't talk about this kind of stuff. 
Oh, I don't want to share these. Oh, I rather, I'd rather cry than die, Cass. Yeah. Hey, so I'd rather good. have a good tuggy. Yeah. Because we're, so you know, I'm sure all of us brown fellas, we got a bit of Italian in it, eh? We, we laugh hard, we fight hard, we cry hard. Yeah. We got lots of kids, so something else is there too. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But don't tell me that showing emotion is weakness. Tēnā whakaro. Haron no tātou tēnā whakaro. That thought is not from us. That's from another place. It's called the stiff upper lip. It's a Western... Western concept, concept day. Yeah. We cry out our tangi. We don't hold the tears back. Yeah. You know, mm. we cry for our people. You know, mm. yeah. those my Tongan cousins, oh, they go crazy, even if they lose. <laughs> but that's passion for yeah. them being Tongan. Do they think they're better than me as a Māori? No, but they're proud of their Tonganness, mm. you know. And that's when we get jealous. I'm sure I got Tongan. Fuck a papa. I'm, I'm going to give me a flag. Yeah. But that's about unity and that's Arohai. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And, and I really feel for, um, I was talking to a friend of mine who's involved in forestry. Mm. And a lot of those guys down there um, are sort of getting uh, the rough end of the stick, excuse the pun because of the slash that's going down through the forest. So a lot of those guys are being perceived as the baddies, and they're a lot of our whānau too. They're driving trucks and all that. They're losing jobs. Mm. And so they're suffering. Mm. Okay, they don't want to be the bad guys. Um, um, And maybe there are some mistakes being made. That's not what we're here to talk about. We're talking about the welfare of good people who are doing good work yeah. To bring up their whānau. Yeah. To build a rangatira. Yeah. That's what being a father is. Yeah. Wow. You know, and those guys and the impact on their wahine, um, the danger of those guys going into that red brain sort of red brain sort of space. Yeah. Is a real issue. Yeah. So, you know, um, we hope that we can um make sure they surround themselves with the right sort of support. And these sorts of conversations are are great. Yeah. Because, bro, that's us. Mm. Whether you're the TV guy or the truck driver guy, you know, we're we're still a Māori guy from West Auckland or a Samoan guy from Southside, that's us. Yeah. And we all want the same things, really. Yeah. For the Warriors to make the top eight. Hey man, he was just saying, how come there's no warriors? <laughs> yeah, here? come on, you guys. Oh, Gotta get Ali up there. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, and, and just thinking about it's our whānau down there that are really straight, because what happens, mm. it's a bit like the war in the Ukraine media, 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 yeah. media, yeah. concern, concern, and then it dies off. Mm. We can't forget about our whānau down there yeah. who are going through these tough times mm. because they'll be going through the different cycles of grief. Yeah. You know, stunned, mortified, now angry. Yeah. Or you know, I'm not. I'm not saying that those yeah. are the stages, and but they're going through those, and and we, we we need to be there. Yeah. You know, at the right time when it suits them. Mm. Yeah. Not to rush yeah. in on our white horse. Not that I've got a white horse. I've got a Toyota. Should get a horse called Toyota, and um, but go in and we're going to do this, we're going to do that. No, yeah. just give them some space, and ask them what they Beautiful. need instead of assuming. Eh? Yeah, yeah. You know, I think that's important. Yeah, and it, and I love I love your um, korero tonight because 
as people who may have whānau in Tarawhiti, in um, Tamaki Makaurau, yeah, in uh, Hawke's Bay, yeah. um, as people who have families there and in forestry specifically, yeah. everyone's, I'm sure people are wondering, well, what can I do? Yeah. And so you bringing up um, intelligent uh, aroha, and I love the meaning, pursuit of life. Yeah. I love the meaning of um, what that means. And so for everyone who might be sitting there going, how do I help? Yeah. You know, how do I contribute? You know, and what I'm hearing from you is we've got to understand the space that they're in. We've yeah. got to understand potentially the um, process that they're going to be moving through. Yeah. And so rather than sort That's of... That's intelligent aroha right is. there, lady. Yeah. You should have her on more, guys. <laughs> 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 no, but it is, hey? Yeah. 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 To understand what they're going through. Yeah, understand what they're going through. And like your mates who know on Christmas what to ask you, yeah. who know that at the peak of your grief, yeah. at the very peak of your grief or at the um, or even at some of the troughs, I'm here as a punching bag. Yeah. You know, you need anything, I'm here. Yeah. Like this is what we need to be providing people is giving them a call, hey. Not, and, and knowing that they're not alone and knowing that yeah. we have... The aroha and the science, yeah, to get through this. Mm. When I talk about the science, I'm talking about the mental science, the yeah. way our brain works, yeah. So that you can own your emotions. Okay, mm. I feel like crap. Okay, own that, bro. Yeah. Well, I don't want to feel like crap. Well, own it for now. Mm. So we'll put that over there so we can decrap you yeah. and you know, <laughs> and move on to the next stage. Yeah. Because sometimes our head, there's just so many different things flying around, it gets untidy yeah. and you can't tidy up. But you say, okay, this has happened. Mm. Okay. Our house is gone. Yeah. Because that's a reality for some people. Our Pākehā whānau down there, you know, that, oh, there's guys down there whose great-grandfather broke that land, made orchards, you know, it's not just us as Māori, mm. made orchards, have worked that land, have created income for that community, have employed our whānau, yeah. all gone. Yeah. What? Is my, 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 my pain more than that Pākehā fella? Oh, no, 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 no. You know, we got to look after the bro. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. you know, and show him the aroha just because he's a fellow human being. I don't yeah. care who he is, yeah. you know. But um, those processes, I think you did right. And um, but we can't sit on our chuff. We have to, you know. I read stuff. Um, I watched my family grieve in different ways. So those guys, those forestry guys who are who are maybe not talking as much to their wahine, or the children sense the despair yeah, of yeah. grief, mm. well, it's affecting everybody, eh? Mm. Now, I'm not saying you have the skills to fix it, but be aware of it. Yeah. It's a bit like, did I tell you I was in Hawaii? <laughs> <laughs> so when I'm on an aeroplane, if it starts to get really bumpy, I'm looking at the air hostess, yeah. right? If she's fine, I'm fine. If your whānau goes through bumpy, your kids are looking at dad and mum. Mm. And if you're panicking, they're panicking. Yeah. It's a tough gig. Mm. Yeah. They're the air hostesses of your whānau. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, if, if, if your dad is saying, look, bub, we're going to go and have to live with um, mum's mother. <laughs> <laughs> how, did, how did you know? <laughs> 
But but if but if you've got the communication skills because your father taught you how to answer the phone correctly, mm. and you go and says we're going to go and live with Nan, yeah, Nanny Walters, and she'll she'll make all those blinking scones. I'm sick of her scones, but uh, but Mum and Dad, we're going to work this out, and you're going to uh, you're not going to go to school for a week or so, mm. uh, but uh, grab your stuff, and uh, if there's anything that you uh, feeling obviously there'll be stuff that you want to ask mum and dad about you ask us anytime mm. buddy we love you we've got each other get in the car we're out of here cuz yeah, yeah it's all well, about what does that do to a kid's emotional tank mm. your dad is suddenly superman yeah mm. <laughs> yeah hey yeah so it's and we all have those skills and the other thing we can find our own language to uplift our whanau so wow. my father, his first language was Te Reo Māori, right? So he wouldn't look at me and go, well, son, well, pure, you're a fine young man, <laughs> and I believe that you will flourish and grow into a... Bro, that's Mills and Boone. <laughs> <laughs> but my old man would say, boy, you're blinking awesome. Mm. Go to school, eat your sandwiches. My father never told me he loved me. Yeah. And I never doubted it. Mm. Wow. You don't have to tell your kids you love yeah. them. Just yeah. act like it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, just always be there for them. Yeah. You don't have to tell them. Yeah. Hey, it's just words. They're important. If it's his love language, tell them. Mm. So Makes a difference. in times of grief, those are the things you've got to pull out of your kete of knowledge. Yeah. And if they're not in your kete of knowledge, put them in there. I've got a question around that. She goes on a bit, doesn't she? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one going, oh, I'm having so much fun here, you guys. Because I remember this one lady who taught me about what aroha meant. Um, she also, and I used to say things like, uh, you've got to add to your kitty, you've got to add to your kitty. And she's like, hey, Kari, like your kitty's already full. And I'm yeah. like, what do you mean? And she's like, stop adding to your kitty. What are you adding in there? You've already got the stuff in there? Yeah. And then I, and she goes, That's what you need to do. Compliment. Yeah, <laughs> and then she's like, "What you need to do is you need to empty that." Right. You know the. Is she talking about using it? The what? The stuff your knowledge yeah. using yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, using it. She's like, all of us have been given <laughs> yeah. a kitty that's full of skills, full yeah. of knowledge, full yeah. of experiences. Yeah. It's already in there. Yeah. You've just got to be able to almost sift it, sift yeah. all the stuff that has landed in there that doesn't yeah. belong there. And use what's appropriate. Yeah. Mm. You know, you don't use a screwdriver to undo a nut. You use mm. a spanner, cuz. Yeah. You know, I'm so basic, aren't I? But you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, those tools are there yeah. to utilise. I think that's really good advice. Yeah, and, and I think in that time when you're grieving, eh, yeah. in that time when we grieve um, because an event has happened, it's not that, you know, they always say that your resources are being depleted. Yeah. You know, you're running low when, in fact, it's is it that or is it that it's just so much has just gone into that? Then you're needing to unload it, you're needing to... What do you reckon? That's such a good question. I think it's like drowning, mm. you know, wow. and knowledge, well, people, knowledge, aroha, those are your life rafts, eh? Yeah. Mm. And they're there. Yeah. Um, you've got to take hold of them. Mm. Now, that's easier said than done because when you're in a in, – in, in despair or you're in that really dark, dark space, sit there and own it because it's like, it's like um, 
It's like swimming at, at Piha. Mm. Grief is going to hit you like a big wave. Yeah, man, they hurt. Yeah, yeah. And it'll take you out. Yeah. But it'll also bring you back in if you've got the skills. Yeah. You know, and that doesn't last forever. So when you go into grief, you go, you hunker down. Yeah. You go, look after myself. And you tell your wife. Mm. You say, look, I'm really feeling it today. And Deb and I still do it today. Uh, how are you? Oh, bad Tana day today. Oh, okay. Do you want to have tea? No, no, I'm just going to go and watch Netflix, you know. Yeah. Uh, watch Stacey Jones replay. <laughs> Make me feel good or whatever. But tell your mates, tell your whanau around you how you are mm. so they what are they mind readers mm. yeah they're not magicians yeah. and so look i'm not in a good space i actually don't want to talk i just want to be by myself but i want you to be in the next room sweet as yeah yeah nice and she needs to say that to you too mm. and when your kids hear you talking like that, mm. that's the culture that's developing in your whanau, yeah. intelligent love. Yeah, yeah. And that, no. and that language. In that language. The language that your dad taught you to answer the yeah. phone, this yeah. is the language you're teaching our kids when we're in that space. That's right. Beautiful. You know, I remember talking to some, um, some boys out at Tamaki College. Uh, I think they were fourth form. Is that year 10 or something? So they were six foot five Tongan boys with beards <laughs> and uh, beautiful young men. And it's all us and uh, G and all this stuff. And I says, you know what, guys, you fellas are going to have to go for a job interview. <laughs> and I'm not sure Mr. Us or whatever is going to be the CEO of that particular job. Mm. And they go, oh, but pure, that's who we are. And I says, yeah, 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 bro. But it's a dumb man that can only wear one jacket. So you put that jacket on for you and your bros because we were the same. Yeah. But where's your other jacket? Mm. What do you mean? you got no other jacket? You know what I'm talking about, mm. eh? So it says, okay, every day you come in with a new word, okay? So uh, it might be your mate might be Danny, okay, Danny the Tide or whatever. Yeah. And you might come in, ah, oh, Danny, how are you this morning? You're looking rather salubrious. <laughs> <laughs> You're starting to stitch your new jacket. Yeah, mean. Hey, Very good. give you new tools. Yeah. You know, um, I bumped into this. He's a New Wayan doctor, and I always see him on TV. And anybody who's brown and a medical doctor, I'm going, oh, that's us, that's us. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I bumped into him at the Koru Lounge. Did I tell you I went to Hawaii? I was going to Hawaii. <laughs> and... And he was a fan because I did a fishing show in Nui yeah. and I was eating all the unga and stuff, you know, the, the coconut crab and stuff. And he's a doctor. So what's he? He's a warrior of medicine. Mm. You know, so it still comes back to that kete, eh? So don't, you know, oh, those hard-cased Māori fellas who drink beer out of big bottles and drive a truck. Mm. No, bro, I drink Pinot Gris and I own 10 trucks. Mm. Which I don't. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't put me in that box, Gus. Yeah. Mm. You yeah. Know, don't put our kids in that box. Mm. So good. Yeah. I talk a lot. I'm sorry. I love no, it. Man. Oh, man. It's beautiful. Yeah. Taglines and so nuances. Yeah, man. Like I like the, I'd rather cry than die. die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's powerful. Yeah. But the language you've um, coined together tonight yeah. is powerful. Yeah. It's very powerful. Yeah. And it's language that we need to share and um, people need to mm. take on board. But you're right. This is where we get stuck in our 
grief or in our times of distress yeah. is our language goes out the window. Yeah. Totally yeah. out the window. Because you so, go to red brain, you see. Yeah. So if you look at the great Maori Kung Fu um, legend, Bruce Rangi Lee, mm-hmm. he never fought <laughs> unless he was in green brain. Because when you're in green brain, you're not trying to smash the tickle out of somebody. You're just watching and you're calm. And this guy might have the fastest left jab, but to him it just goes, because he's in green brain. So your capacity to think and see is heightened to another level. Mm. And the uh, other great Māori rugby captain, Richie Tamatea Kapua Makoa, He would go onto the field and he would stamp his feet on the paddock before kickoff, and he'd go into green brain because he knew he had to be in that space to make all those decisions. And I've seen him pull that All Black team that last 20 minutes in a test day. He just it, the man's amazing, you know. So us as parents, we can't parent, we can't support our brothers and sisters unless we are in green brain. Wow. We can't have discussions with our tamariki if we're in red brain. I was speaking at a um, at a prison, and it was it really pissed me off because when I walked in, I just thought, man, what a waste of talent and intelligence, eh? Yeah. These guys were hearty, bro. Maori, Pacifica, Asian, a lot of Asian bros in prison. Indian. No. Really? Thai, Chinese. Mm. Quite exciting. <laughs> Not really. So I started talking about red brain and green brain, and I'm watching these fellas listen to me, listen to me, and they never understood that mm. about temper and rage yeah. and losing the plot and making dumb decisions and mixing red brain with alcohol or dope. Yeah. or drugs, mm. and how qualified are you then to make a decision that can affect the journey of your family? You're not qualified at all, bro. Then this fellow came up, and I'm quite intuitive. I'm thinking, this guy's probably mongrel mob. He had a huge bulldog tattooed on his face. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, it's intuition, bro. <laughs> let me guess, let me guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> And he goes, pure. I says, why? Because I don't give a, I don't care. Mm. Because when you've had such deep grief, what, what are you going to do? You can't hurt me more than any, mm. I've been hurt. Yeah. I'm not scared of anything. Mm. You know, that's the, 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 the gold jewel that yeah. my baby gave me. Wow. The turbo charge he gave me. Eh? And he says, bro, that, that uh, red brain shit, bro. And I says, yeah. And he says, I just realised. I says, what? He says, I've never been out of red brain. Wow. wow. Oh, I nearly cried, eh? Far out. He's never been out of red brain. I says, do you think you were born bad, bro? Mm. You were, you were, tama riki. Tama is child. Ariki is God. Wow. So tamariki means a gift from God. Yeah. You're the same as me. But I was spoilt by people who loved me and you didn't have that. Mm. Okay. So he found his whānau in gang life. And I said, bro, how old are you? And he says, oh, 41 or whatever. I says, how long you got? And he says, oh, probably another five years. He says, oh, yeah, well, I hope it works out for you. I says, by the way, 
if you had to get 30 guys to an address in West Auckland from here in prison, how long? 30 minutes. I says, wow, see, you're an events coordinator. <laughs> I love that. So, love that. And he just looked at me and yeah. says, hey, you're an egg. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, yeah. Your brain, even yeah. though you're, you've used it in the past for negative stuff, it's the same template that you can use for positive yes. stuff. So if yeah. you were, so if you went and, and, and you, you became a member of your local church or local marae, you can use those skills to paint the bloody building or, you know, whatever, race. Eh? So the art of switching people's switches on, yeah. especially our children and our bros, our mates, who don't want to talk, remembering a lot of our bros don't want to talk. They're just shy. They're not they're highly intelligent people. Mm. But talk's not just that from comes out to here. If, if he turns up for a conversation, he's talking. Mm. His presence, he kore Yeah. That's powerful. Hey, he's turned up. Mm. Yeah. So that means he needs something. And he thinks that we may have it for him. So we got to be there for him, mate. Yeah. How do you switch from red to green? I heard you say a couple of things that some of the, those other Māori greats do. Oh, how, so you, you, find, you find your own thing, but quite often, so if you were my son, and I'd be very proud, you're a fine-looking man, bro. <laughs> if you were my son and you really pissed me off and I was in red brain, I got to go, you know what, you know what? I'm going to send myself to my room because I'm not very happy with you, boy. And if I start talking now, one of us is going to get hurt and it won't be me. Mm. Oh. So I'm going to go in my room. How dare I unleash my rage on you, my boy? Wow. How dare I do that? Wow. That's bullshit, man. Yeah. You know, I've had to apologise to my sons for my behaviour. Oh, bro, you can't apologise to your kids. That's weak. Nah, bro. Yeah. That's strength. Yeah. So what we're doing here tonight is we're sort of demystifying these manly <laughs> myths. That's bullshit, man. Yeah. Like I can come home and I've had a bad day and whatever and, hey, sit down, man. What's wrong with you? You're born in a tent. Close the door. Go and play in the traffic. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then Deb goes, ooh, we had a bad day, have we? Yeah, but those, no, no, no. They deserved a growling, but they deserved four, not a 12. <laughs> Take a bit of time and go and talk to those boys before you go to bed and before they go to bed. So I have to go in there and the boys are sitting, hey, guys, had a tough day. Sorry. Um, no, no, you didn't deserve that. You shouldn't have done that, but... And when you apologise to your kids, never say but afterwards because mm. you lose the whole credibility of your yeah. corridor. Yeah. You know, you know. look, uh, I'm sorry what I did to you, but, you know, you shouldn't have... Shut up, man. <laughs> Just let the apology sit, eh? Yeah. And these are all the skills that our old people had. Mm. You know? And people say, in a Māori world, Pure, mm. what do you think is your advice to our Māori people, be more Māori <laughs> because you're a listener, Yeah, you love your wife. That's Māori behaviour. Mm. You know, yeah. s giving somebody the bash is not Māori behaviour. Mm. If we're in the ring, oh, yeah, keep the pay. Yeah. <laughs> if we're on the football field, oh, yeah, keep the pay. 
but we don't bring that stuff back into our home. And if we're in a place of deep grief, we really need to look after those situations because the damage can be. Yeah. 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 Man, you fellas are serious. That's beautiful. Nice. So, no, yeah, this is gold nuggets. Like, yeah, yeah. I wish we had this quarter or five years ago. Yeah. Would have saved a lot of red brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, even, yeah but, but your question was, how do you? That's get, why they left home. No, <laughs> take the time. Take the time to. Um, the best time to sort out a problem, it's when it's less of a problem. Mm. So if you've played up, yeah, bro, it's true. And I'm going, you bloody little shit! I'll kick your bloody non or all the rest of it. That's a problem there, right? Yeah. If I pull back tomorrow when we're having a cup of tea, it's less of a problem. Now with my sons, I never spoke to them in a in a like say Dalton made Deb cry, right? Mm. I'd never so I'd leave it till the next morning. And I'd never eyeball him, never eyeball a boy, because that's not conversation, that's confrontation. Wow. So when I'm driving the car and he's looking down the road as well, I say, hey, bro, yeah. Hey, what happened with you and mum? Oh, she was being stupid. Well, I don't think she was, bro. She was actually pretty tired and you made her cry. Oh, whatever. Uh, no, not whatever, bro. I spent thousands of dollars tracking that woman down. Nightclubs, dinners out. <laughs> She's my girl, bro. And I don't want you to make her cry. Mm. Oh, Dad, what if... No, 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 just listen, bro. Can you please sort this out when you get home from school or else you and I eating baked beans for a month? <laughs> <laughs> he got the message. Now, if I said the same thing and I looked you in the eyes and said, hey, what's the story with you and Mum? What's going to happen to him? The hairs on the back of his neck are going to stand up. Yeah, red brain. Red brain. Yeah. You're promoting red brain. Yeah. Wow. Okay, what's the thing? Maybe 150 years ago when the dad and the boy are out fishing, they're doing something together. If they're working the tuttle fields, they're doing something together. And they were cunning enough to have those conversations that didn't promote red brain. This spare the rod, spoil the child, that's from England, guys. <laughs> it's not from up here. <laughs> it's not from Wokyanga. Yeah. It's not from Apollo. Mm. It's from England. Yeah. That sounded a bit harsh, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I call it for what it is. Well, oh. no, these are just my opinions. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny, though, because when, you know, your parents, you know, when your parents are parents, they do, you know, they do the whole... Um, Red brain thing, but then when they turn into grandparents, man, they're totally different. Yeah. They're like, hey, don't no, you don't need you talk to them. Leave them, no, yeah. No, leave no, no, yeah. No, no, save it for tomorrow. No, now's not the time. And I'm like, oh, but you never did that when you yeah. were. <laughs> yeah, but the other thing, and and I say this with huge respect because I think religion in a Maori culture has saved us a lot, but it's also done some damage. Mm. Not Tautua. Mm. Not God. Yeah. It's the conduit yeah. between God and the people. Yes. Some of those practices of the old nuns and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. And no, 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 no. No yeah. good. And the systems that it's the in. systems. Yeah. That's yeah. the human thing. Yeah. The God stuff, you know, and and um, you know, um spirituality that's set there. Yeah. Okay. But sometimes when it comes down, I think they made a movie about it, it can get lost in translation. 
And the thing is to be fierce to your children. I've never supported it. Mm. Yeah. 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 Aroha is still the best. Yeah. That's our... Intelligent aroha. Intelligent aroha. We need a part two. Yeah, we need a part two. I know we're running out of time. I know you, you're a busy man as well. I know what you get No, I'm just get tired because I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get you back to Debs. <laughs> can, you, can you drop me off? <laughs> Why are you white horse? Yeah, take, yeah, take me down to RSA first, then wait for me in the car park. There's a, yeah, but... Are you about to close? Yeah, oh. no, no. Well, you're, before, yeah, but just before we go to close, um, uh, Peel, just if, is there any last um, words you want to say or anything that quite encouraging for our, our men or, or, or even our tamariki out there or rangatahi? Um, I may have already said it, bro, but um, communication and curiosity are really beautiful things. Like my boy Taino, who's, who's um, always in my heart, um, he came home from school one day. I'll finish with a story. He came home from cool. school one day and he was carrying the milk. He says, oh, good on you, bro. You got the milk? Obviously, Dad. Thank you. <laughs> and he says, oh, by the way, Dad, there's a new fellow at the dairy. I says, is there? He says, I bet I know what nationality he is. And she's gone then, Dad. I says, he's an Indian. He is. I says, yeah. Uh, next time you go down there, don't say hello to that fella. What? He's really nice, Dad. Don't you say hello to him. Why? I says, when you go in there, you say namaste. You honour his whakapapa. Oh. So about a week later, and I'd forgotten, you know, I was trying to find change and I couldn't remember what Deb wanted from the dairy and my young fella walked in, he was about seven, and this Indian fella's doing his book work and stuff and he walks in and Tana goes, Namaste. And this fella looked up and he says, Kia bro. <laughs> <laughs> Their relationship was something to behold because we taught one of our children to cross a cultural line with aroha mm. and curiosity. You know what that makes our kids, bro? That makes them life learners. Yeah. Mm. One of the most dangerous things we can do as men in this country is stay in our comfort zone mm. and not explore because we've got good brains, bro, and that's what we should do. So, you know, to all our whānau listening out there, to me rabbiting on, um, you know, let aroha be your compass. Eh? If you're in doubt and you don't know where to go, there's your compass. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man, beautiful. Just want to thank you once again, Ampio, for your time. Man, just pearls of wisdom and also just gold nuggets. But is there anyone you can think of, um, Pio, in terms of that would be good to come on the podcast? Oh, so what? You're pitching for somebody else? <laughs> <laughs> Other than you? I don't know. <laughs> Other yeah. than you, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, thanks very much for coming, Pio. Now... Um, yeah, yeah, there's a guy, I don't know if he gets down to Auckland much, a guy called Phil Paikia. Write his name down, it's probably recorded. Phil, Phil Paikia lives in Whangarei, you got my deets. Um, and he's ex um, Black Power. Oh, wow. And he's been through it, he's been through the mill, and he's qualified to talk about anger, he's qualified to talk about being the hard man and all that stuff. But now his whole life's been turned around. So people like him are good to talk mm. to. Um, um, 
yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'll get back to you, bro. I mean, mm. it's, it's, um, yeah. Talk to people who have, who have journeys that can bring something to the table for our listeners, eh? Yeah. Who have had journeys, eh? You know, who haven't been in the comfort zone. Mm. One of the most amazing people I ever spoke to was Tamietsi. Mm. You know, when he shot the flag at Waitangi. You don't shoot a flag, bro. That's like a felony. Mm. And he had his bum bum hanging out because that's how the old people, you know, in those days, it was hot then. And uh, I says, bro, that was quite a symbolic gesture. And he talks a bit like Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah, nah, pure. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I shot that flag. But uh, when I went to buy the flag, uh, they were actually sold out. So that flag was actually from Australia. <laughs> So, uh, so uh, they can't lock me up here, but I'm not that welcome in Australia, bro. <laughs> but what an intelligent man. And now yeah. you've got to remember that those guys who fought for change yeah. and fought for things, remember, if you're a parker and you fight for something, you're called a lobbyist. If you're Maori or Pacifica, you're called a protester. Yeah. It's all about oh, the labels. Yeah. It's the longest outro. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened? Oh, this this um, on behalf of the the mandate team, um, Pio, because we always we always give the guests a, a bit of a caricature or, or a cartoon of themselves, and so this is for you. <laughs> Where did you get that? That's fantastic. Where did you get that? Um, Where did you get it from? Yeah, yeah, we just nah, I, I sketch, I sketch, I do That's little sketches. Fantastic! Yeah. What a fine-looking guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's really, I really appreciate that, bro. I'm going to, uh, I don't know what to do. <laughs> you notice I'm growing a mullet, eh? So we're going to have to add some hair. Hey, look, um, look, I just, you know, these sorts of kopapa, we don't know who's listening. Yeah. yeah. Okay? But that's all right. Yeah. You know, um, and our message to those people who are listening, we're all navigating stuff mm. and we all want the same stuff to be, to be, to be accepted, yeah. to be ourselves, yeah. you know, to be a Samoan in this world, to be a Maori in this world, to be an Indian in this world. So, you know, I just want to wish all our uh, extended bouquet of different race whānau all the best, bro. And thank you so much for having me. Oh, no. Kia ora. Thank you, Pio. So, yeah, that's, that's us. And please don't forget to like, subscribe and comment. Look forward to your thought, uh, comments, or after our comments. And as usual... Refine, unlock, take charge. Mandate.